0: fuck yo what is good you guys what the fuck is good america what is this what is this timeline that we're fucking living in i am so sorry let me just start off with saying i am so sorry for being away for so long although i've been like active on all my other platforms of course um my podcast baby i've just you know you guys are a specific friend group literally y'all that tune into this y'all really are so close to my heart and so close to my vibe i think that's why we are able to communicate the way that we do especially when y'all be checking in on my ig lives too i know you guys fuck with my podcast and that's why i fuck with you guys so heavy because every time i bring up anything you guys already know it's good y'all already are cut up on the cap that's all some bs y'all already know my political views you guys understand my sexuality like It's just all good in the fucking hood. So I appreciate you guys so much. I'm going to try to stay active and keep up with this, even though, I mean, I'm not going to lie with you. The only reason I put it off for so long is because I've been working on my conspiracy theory podcast. But, you know, once you go down the rabbit hole and start figuring things out, start piecing things together, it doesn't really get uh, easier from there. If anything, there's just so much information that I have on hand now. I'm trying to find the best and most productive, efficient, uh, positive way to organize all of it so that anyone who comes across the material, comes across the content, is able to understand it without any prior knowledge. So while all of that is coming together, I mean, I was going to wait you know trust me i was gonna wait to talk about anything until i was done with that because i am definitely someone who has to allocate x amount of time to a certain project um if i want to get it done every single day and now that my work schedule is picking back up i mean i still have my two jobs i'm only working at the restaurant right now but now i'm back to five days a week so it's it's becoming a game of how do i how do i stay consistent with everything but uh today i can't sit the fuck down anymore i can't just sit back and not not say anything um while i work on my other fucking podcast trust me you guys i am thankful for all of you y'all know it's gonna drop when it's gonna fucking drop and when it does drop we already know bombs are gonna fucking explode all over the world because the shit that the u.s government thinks that they can hide from us i mean i stay laughing i stay laughing They are so, so, so fucked up to the people. I just, I, above all else, I am very thankful to live through this time period to be able to witness um, the fall of the U.S. government. Yeah, it's actually been quite, quite enjoying. Um, So while we wait for all the conspiracy theory stuff, I have to, I have to speak on Black Lives Matter movement. And we have to talk a little bit about this because I am so fucking sick and tired of people staying silent. Whether or not you feel like your platform is big enough, your silence speaks fucking volumes. I'm so sick and tired of my white friends who feel the need to just not say anything. And... I don't know how else to say it other than white people or people who choose to identify as white. And I'm talking to my light-skinned Mexicans, to my fucking Asians who think that um, they're white. Yeah, no. You guys, all all of you. All of you people who think you're white. um, The way y'all be acting is fucking disgusting. Everyone needs to be saying something right now. Everyone needs to be linking fucking arms and taking these protests head on. And I'm... The first few days I was like really anti going out there and protesting myself because I feel like I'm a spiritual being. I'm a, I'm a spiritual being and the work that I am being called to right now is is like crystal magic. And all of it is like really ritual based. And I just feel like my energy is is constantly getting pulled towards that, you know, I'm constantly getting pulled pulled towards working with spiritual energy. So for me, when I first saw those protests, I was like, I'm gonna let the fighters fight out there, but inside, I must stay in here, wish for their protection, pray for their protection, pray for their safety, do some spiritual magic behind the scenes where, because I feel honestly, that's where I can contribute most. I feel like all of us are being pulled towards different areas in our life right now. And it's all because we are tied to this greater consciousness. So we're just being pulled towards where we can best um, work, you know, where we are best suited for what's to come. And I sat with that for a few days. And it just still wasn't enough for me. Like I pray for you guys all the time. I pray for the protection of those people fighting at the front of the lines every single day, every single moment, you know, every chance I think about it or every time it crosses my mind, I take a moment to just pray for them, you know, send them all my love, send them all my protection. However, that's not enough. For me, that's not enough because I'm fucking, I'm sitting back here, you know, and I've, like yesterday, for example, I think there was a small protest um, in the town that I live in and I live in a small hick town and I have plenty of fucking experiences with racism and fucking bigotry and just the people you know what i'm sorry i have a bad idea of white people only because of my horrific experiences with white people and as i've said in my previous podcast episode it took me a really long time to totally rethink the white man in my mind just because of years and years and years and years of being mistreated um now as an adult i understand that Putting that type of uh, stereotype onto every white person is definitely wrong. Um, And don't get me wrong, I'm not addressing those white people. I'm addressing the white people who still don't fucking get it. Because if you're white and you fucking get it, you're not offended by any of this. Which I think is fucking amazing. Like, finally, some of the for some of y'all it clicked you know like you guys are our friends it's not that we're out here trying to say like fuck white lives you know it's never been fuck white lives but when we say fuck cops we say fuck cops in the fucking system that they fucking created for themselves and the system of oppression against our fucking people of color because again remember you are your fucking neighbors if You are your white neighbors, you are your brown neighbors, you're your fucking yellow neighbors, you are your black neighbors. There is no difference between us. We are all skin, meat, bone, and spirit, bitch. So I don't want to fucking hear no none of this. Even when I'm talking about it for myself, when I'm talking about how... I don't, uh, fucks with certain white behavior, I need you guys to understand that I'm not fucking coming from a racist place, but how else am I supposed to fucking categorize these motherfuckers when it's only white people who are acting this fucking type of way? That is, I, I'm not racist, and I'm not saying it just so that, like, I'm not saying it to prove it to myself. I know where my heart is, I know what my intentions are, and I know I have plenty of white friends who understand my point on it, but if I don't fucking say it like that, I fear for the people who don't fucking get it because I don't think that they will ever truly understand if someone doesn't fucking say it exactly as derogatory as it needs to be. (sighs) I am so, so, okay, like for example, one time talking about the white hicks that I live with or surrounded with, oh my gosh, I mean, elementary school was horrific. You can imagine. I was the only Central American at my elementary school. Um, of course, surrounded by a ton of Mexicans, but even even I don't look like most of the Mexicans here. You know what I mean? Like um, you just definitely can tell that there's an ethnic diverse diversity within me um, that I'm not completely Mexican. My entire life, I've always been asked what ethnicity I am and where I come from and if I'm Colombian or this and that. and it's just so it's kind of rude. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I hate that that's the first thing that comes out of most Caucasian people's mouth is, oh, where are you from? Like, <sighs> bitch, I don't. No, don't. No, 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 no. That's what we're not going to do. But uh one time I was walking through the football parking lot. I was a junior, a senior. And I might have actually told you guys this story. This, well, a group of white guys came they were like driving through the parking lot. They're in this big old white truck. Pardon me if I've already told the story, but, um, I was walking through the parking lot. I was in some Chelsea boots. I was wearing a really cute kimono. I had a really cute fit on and I'm walking with a group of like ASB people. Obviously I was like the only person of color really. Um, what can I say? Most of my high school was white people and most of the people in ASB office were white. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm just walking behind them or like basically walking with them, but whatever. I'm kind of towards the back. And as we were crossing the parking lot, a big white pickup truck, like the type of pickup truck with the fucking bright ass headlights sitting on top of it, on front of it, like a little cage in front of the truck, you know, a big ass bed in the back. Um, Yeah, one of those fuckers, they came up from behind us and started honking. And of course, um, and when they started honking, they were also screaming faggot, you know, like get out of the fucking way, you fucking faggot kind of shit like that. And, um, of course everyone else on ASB isn't a faggot. So of course all the non-faggots kept walking, you know, so the one faggot, um, and pardon me if you don't totally agree with derogatory terms and slang, I just talk the way that I do and I don't really give a fuck, but I don't, I also don't want to hurt your feelings, you know, because I, I do try to be considerate of everyone. So anyway, going back to it the one faggot who was standing there in the road, um, obvious, the one obvious faggot, i.e. me. Um, and by the way, I hate the term faggot too. I'm just using it in a really sarcastic way right now because I just think it's so fucking, I really want to get it through certain people's fucking head the way that they talk about us. It's not fucking right. Okay. It's not fucking right to call anyone a fucking faggot, but here we go. Let me just, let me just run with it. So you guys can fucking hear it. Um, So, the one fucking faggot in the middle of the road, i.e., me, is just standing there, right? And I keep getting called. Like, the guys in the truck keep screaming faggot at the fucking car, telling me that they're gonna run me over. And of course, everyone on ASB just kept walking. No one stayed behind. No one told them to shut up. No one who was watching. Mind you, this is like a fucking filled parking lot, okay? Filled parking lot. A ton of people watching, a ton of classmates watching, a ton of adults watching keep walking, keep going through. And, um, so I'm just standing there in the middle of the road looking at this fucking truck because y'all know me. If you know me, I also don't put up with any fucking bullshit. I don't care how I fucking look. I don't care how I sound anymore. Like I am going to be me fucking regardless, bitch. And whenever I am presented with someone who wants to come at me for me, just being me, I'll I'll fucking, I'll take it to the very fucking end. I always have some fucking shit to say. I always try to get my last word in. Always, I will always be that fucking bitch that will stand the fuck up for myself because I, I've i experienced so many times where no one has said anything for me. So damn right, I will fucking say something for myself, especially in the moment. But you guys, for the first time in my fucking life, this car was in front of me revving its fucking engine and I did nothing, I just fucking stood there. I stood there like a fucking deer in headlights because I couldn't fucking move. And it was the first time I was ever physically fucking paralyzed From my fucking feet to my head where I couldn't move out of the fucking way. I just stood there like a fucking... I have no idea what the fuck came over me. But I couldn't even say anything. I just... So much emotion from within. Just... My body was locked. Everyone around me. No one doing anything. This fucking car just getting closer and closer. Just calling me a fucking faggot. Headlights on. Fucking, you know, high beams. Full fucking blast right in my fucking face. And um Like two three seconds Later It wasn't long But you know Just that one The fact that I couldn't Fucking instantly Come back to it The fact that I didn't run up To that fucker's window And chuck a fucking bitch The fact that I didn't start Taking off my fucking Leather ass Chelsea boots And just fucking chucking At that fucking car Yo I don't give a fuck What would've happened to me That that day But the fact that I did nothing That irritates me so much <sighs> So, like, after two or three seconds of that, I just, um, flipped them off, like, flipped them off, both my fucking middle fingers in the air, and I just walked away. And I just started walking towards back, um, with the ASB group to catch up, because we were setting up for something. And, um, it took me a second to realize what the fuck happened. I was, like, about to cry, and before I could even get a tear out... I realized no one fucking said anything. No one did anything. The one brown boy in that fucking parking lot. No one could give a fuck about. And I to this day, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was because maybe it was because they saw me as the faggot. Maybe it was because they saw me as the multi ethnic Mexican, whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck they saw me as. Maybe they saw me as the gay dancer who was just fucking wanting to be everywhere all the fucking time. Because a lot of people addressed me as that at the time. I don't know what it was, but the fact that no one... The fact that everyone saw something so horrific and um, totally played it off. Like, it was nothing. I just... That will, I will never, ever, after that day, I kid you guys not, so much of my resentment towards my old high school, even to my old peers, comes from that one moment because I just think back to that and I put myself back in those shoes and I realize, holy fuck, these are your classmates. These are the people who have watched you your entire high school career, basically, and um, no one could give a fuck if anything happens to you, you know? No one could give a fuck if this kind of oppression or if this kind of um, bullying is still around because I mean, bottom line, they could give a fuck about you. Maybe if it was one of their peers, maybe if it was someone who looked like them, it probably would have been wrong in their eyes, you know, because then they would have realized, oh my gosh, look, that, that could be me. That is me. What, what would I do if that was me? Like I have to stop them. But when white people look at people of color, they don't think that is me. They don't think I am that. They think, oh, look at them. That's must suck to fucking be them. And I'm so fucking sick and tired of that mentality. If you are white and you are listening to this, never, ever, ever keep your fucking mouth shut when you see people getting fucking harassed or bullied or I don't give a fuck. You guys don't understand your level of fucking privilege. And I don't mean to say this, Actually, I need to stop fucking saying sorry for what the fuck I'm saying because I don't not give a fuck if I'm being fucking honest Fuck y'all because y'all got the power Y'all know that wherever you guys fucking walk around in this motherfucking planet, you guys have some type of upper hand You guys will never fucking understand what it is like to be someone of color ever You will never I don't even give a fuck Especially let me just talk to the white gays for a motherfucking second Just because you are gay bitch does not mean you understand racism Just because you are gay just because you identify as LGBT LGBTQ+, whatever the fuck. Queer, bisexual, whatever the fuck. Bitch, you are not fucking someone of color. So stop fucking acting like you understand how it feels like to be treated with so much fucking oppression. You will never be. You will never... Ever in this fucking lifetime, truly understand what it is like. But you can use your privilege to humble yourself and you can use your privilege to not say certain fucking things that we just don't want to fucking hear. Yo, I hate the poor me white bitch. I hate the poor me woe is me gay white bitch. I really fucking hate that. And tell me why those are the same motherfuckers who are always so motherfucking flamboyant all the time and can never shut the fuck up and just chill for a goddamn second. Gosh, those irritate me so much because it's just like, bruh, bruh, do you ever shut the fuck up and come down to earth from your fucking high and mighty platform that you want to hold yourself at? Do you ever fucking step down from there? Gosh, Jesus. And we I know so many of those fucking gay clubs are filled with them. Even the fucking, I hate when I'm dying, like working and I have to wait on a table and like I wear full glam to work. Of course. I do what the fuck I want. But when I have to wait on a gay white table that is flamboyant as fuck and doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. Bruh, I am not Oh my god, those are the worst kinds of people because I am not your source of entertainment. I could be walking around the fucking restaurant and these motherfuckers will literally just be hollering at me, calling me out, like Oh, what's up, homegirl? Like, oh, we need this, blah, blah, blah. We need that. Y'all know those people in the fucking restaurants who act like their fucking uh, server is just their bitch? Like, regardless of what the server is doing, they'll start raising their hand. They'll start being like, oh, prissy, prissy me. Like, come come back to me, bitch. Bitch, you're at like a fucking... You're not at a high-scale restaurant. I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but I am not here to only attend to fucking you. I'm not here to wipe your fucking ass, bitch. Get the fuck up and grab some fucking napkins yourself. You got some two legs. I hate those motherfuckers. I hate those motherfuckers. And in the area that I live in, it just so happens that those motherfuckers are the white, gay, flamboyant motherfuckers that want to come in every other so often. And I just... Y'all, I can't with those and the conversations that these fuckers have that i have to overhear i'm telling you their mentality their mentality matches their actions and i believe that firmly for everyone you know i'm maybe this is just because i'm a taurus and i'm an earth sign so i get really like if if i if i'm in a place where i know i have to be so like work or school or something like that and people around me aren't allowing me to just fucking chill and vibe and get my shit done you know like if someone's really asking for my constant attention i get really motherfucking annoyed i am not here to hold anyone's motherfucking hand even as a child i hated um hovering i don't fucking i don't like people watching me work i don't like people watching what the fuck i'm doing i don't like And this is so weird because I love stage presence. I love all eyes on me when I want it. You know what I mean? Like, I love front and center, put me on the fucking 50-yard line during halftime show. Damn right, bitch. And y'all already know I did that Oakland Raider halftime show. I was in the fucking front line, 50-yard line, right in the fucking center. Boom. That's where I belong. Because when I perform, who the fuck else are you going to watch, bitch? No one else, because I am the fucking show. I am the show. That's why they get me. That's why they book me for these things, because they see me do it once, and they're like, damn, I want to see you do it again. I am the motherfucking show. I've been the show, shit. Oh, uh, fuck, yo, 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 as you, okay, so as y'all can see, I've just, I've been holding it in, It's it's been a while, it's been so long, it's been so long, you guys, uh, okay, I'm gonna stop ranting about me, though, and about these motherfuckers that I live with and that I work with, because uh, they're gonna get on my last nerves, now what? else i want to talk about there's two more things that i really want to talk about another is all these protesters out there okay i get it like i was saying earlier i felt the need to dive into my spirituality and take care of that first okay that is me for some of my best friends they're going out there and they're already protesting they've been at the protest they've been doing the damn thing Sorry, I just dropped my phone into all my weed. I'm actually rolling it backward. You all already know what we're doing this morning. It's seven a.m., baby. We getting started. We getting going. <sighs> but to my protesting friends who are out in LA, I've actually seen a lot of footage come from you guys. And again, what I'm what I'm about to say, no one is to blame. No one's at fault. But just now that we have this knowledge. um, better prepare yourselves and better arm yourselves for what's to come so obviously we can see police aren't for the people that is very clear and whether it whether you've made that realization this year or in years past or during um you know the fucking decades of black oppression that we've seen in this fucking country. Whether you decided on that now or then, I mean, nothing has changed. Police aren't for the people. What I believe is going on at these protests, especially in Los Angeles, especially in LA, especially in Dallas, especially in Sac, y'all my people out in Sacramento, y'all stay safe. Um, we There are videos now leaking of police officers setting up certain piles of bricks around um, certain areas and it's definitely to spark this this urge to just destroy things you think that they i'm sorry but if you don't think that they are in the streets riding with us you are a fucking sheep you are a fucking fool bro there has been one too many videos of white men in black masks going in and starting these riots, going in and burning up these buildings, going in and burning BMWs and Mercedes and breaking into dealerships and stealing cars. And it's... And you watch the videos and it's not the fucking black people who are out here. It's not the protesters who are out here going in and destroying everything. Yes, of course, mass media wants to portray videos afterwards of black people, of everyone. I shouldn't even just say black people because it's literally everyone who's around those shopping centers going in and taking product. Of course, bitch. If I was just fucking... Let's just say I was fucking walking motherfucking downtown and I see a white man break into a fucking shop. Let's say I enjoyed this shop and I see a ton of people running in and getting shit from the shop. Y'all think my, um, y'all think my ass is just gonna walk by my favorite shop and not pick up a thing or two? No, bitch. No, bitch. I'ma cop me what the fuck I've been, what the fuck has been in my shopping bag since last October. That's for damn sure. But am I going to be the one to be that broke bitch that has to take this protesting um, as an advantage to go in and vandalize department stores and steal shit that I've always wanted? No, no. I'm never going to use my fucking energy to go out of my way, to go fucking steal something, to go destroy something, to go break something. No, bitch, that's no. That's not what the fuck it is. So in these videos that you have circulating on the internet, all of these big protesters, all of these big uh, vandalisms, they've all started from white males, white people. And the only the actual footage that I am relying off of to say this is everything that's coming from Instagram and um, personal Snapchats and personal Twitter links. Because nothing that is on the mass media is... Mass media is bullshit. Everything that is on there is not is not what is actually being portrayed. I don't own a TV. I haven't watched the news, and who knows how fucking long. I haven't had a TV for maybe five years now, four or five years. I don't fucks with TV. I don't just sit my ass down and pop a fucking bottle of soda and eat some potato chips and just fucking clock out for the day. No, I'm sorry. That's not, I don't even fucking like watching movies. I like no my I I no. That's not my ideal way of living a life. Like, get, don't get me wrong. I love a good three-hour fantastic cinema experience. That's an experience, bitch. But to sit my ass home every day after work or after school and just plop the fuck down on a piece of furniture and just sit my ass and watch something? No, thank you. That's just not... No, we have shit to get done. What the fuck you mean, sit my ass down and waste an hour of my life? No, thank you. Especially consistently. But a lot of y'all... As I've noticed, do that shit. Because a lot of y'all, when I'd be trying to talk about things, just report to me, or... I shouldn't say report to me, but... All you have to fucking say for yourself is the shit that mass media is promoting. That's... It's like your understanding of what's going on in the world is mass, is only what is being shown through mass media. It's like people forgot how to use critical thinking. It's like people forgot your own fucking morals and what you truly value as a person. And then when you see it in mass media and when you don't see it in mass media too, it, it becomes okay because you're just thinking, oh, everyone else is is thinking that way too, you know? I, I can't. I, I fucking can't with people like that. Every time I see something on the news oh mind you The only time I actually have to watch the news Or come across the news Is when I'm at work Because it'll be on the TVs um, That are around the dining room So sometimes I'll be seeing shit Or sometimes someone will ask me If I saw something You know And I just have to I really just have to sit down And think like Damn Y'all are that fucking foolish Like Like no really You have to understand These politicians are people Just like you are are you guys that really fucking stupid? And while I'm on that topic of mass media bullshit. What the fuck happened to Corona? I swear. And it's most of you. Again, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck anymore. It's mostly you motherfucking protesters that were the ones who were like, stay your ass at home. None of us need to get this corona bullshit. And now all you motherfuckers are out on the fucking street like it's no fucking big deal. What happened to your fucking corona fear, bitch? No, really. Because I've been out here from fucking day one saying it's fucking bullshit. It's all this fucking 5G and they just want to implore a martial law onto us. Okay? And the first step towards martial law was this corona bullshit. Because that was the government's way of trying to get everyone to stay home. You know what I mean? Now you guys are going to make them enforce martial law. Because y'all don't know how to fucking stop tearing shit up. I I just... The more that these fucking riots continue... And like, yo, I said that the white man or white people keep starting these riots. But if you are someone... Damn, see, now this makes me think back to that, that comment that I said earlier, like if I was walking by and I saw something that I wanted, I should just go in and I should just pick it up. Now that I'm saying this out loud, I actually, I don't fucks with that at all because if you are someone of color and you go in and you follow what the white man is doing, I don't think that makes you any fucking better. So let me just check myself real quick right there. So let's get some fucking things straight. What we need to be doing as people is we need to not be doing fucking anything actually if you're showing up to fucking protest what i suggest you do is you stand there and you don't fucking say shit you don't move right fist in the air hands up if you have to but we're not there to fucking communicate yo we're not there to fucking destroy shit i'm here to show what the fuck is good i'm here to show you that i'm not gonna stand the fuck down just because you want me to i'm not gonna stay the fuck home just because you want me to i have a fucking voice and i'm here to fucking use it so i'm about to use it bro okay Your body, your face, all of this, that is, that is your weapon. I just, 30 minutes in, my bitch ass, we're going to come back. We're going to come back to it. Damn y'all, remember that backwood I was talking about earlier? Yeah, I don't finna smoke that shit. And uh good morning, good morning. It's been a mood happy eclipse. Let's just dude Lunar Eclipse in Sagittarius. I I definitely have seen so much healing within my own life. And I think it's definitely due to the time I took through Taurus season, to get my shit straight, to truly understand the power of meditation and be consistent with it. Um, and really, I, I mean, I've been on this path of mental reprogramming for a few years. Not a few years, probably like a year and a half. <laughs> um, and just lately, I feel like I've had a lot of big breakthroughs a lot of big aha moments. And um, yeah, I've talked to the cap a little bit. Talking back to my Venus and Gemini episode, my birthday. Um, yeah, let me just catch you guys up a little bit before I finish on my whole rant about protests. I um, definitely still need to talk about CV Dazzle and um, the power of facial recognition makeup. Um, to help those who are protesting. Because I definitely am going to be out there. Protesting this weekend. Um, but I definitely will be out there. in CV Dazzle Makeup. I'm going to finish up a tutorial right now. Talk about it a little more in depth. That'll be on my YouTube channel. So keep a lookout for that. But back to. Um... Fuck. Um, see I almost forgot what I talked about. Because I smoked. See that back would be hidden back. But. No, I remember. Back to all this astrology stuff. Um, So we were talking about the eclipse. (laughs) Healing that's going on in my life. And the cap. Okay, beautiful. So um on my birthday i actually had a fantastic quarantine birthday um with my best friend daisha she's a very good, she set up this whole club quarantine thing in her backyard it was the cutest thing in the world has the best playlist of course she already knows what's good we have like the most fire taste and music she knows what's good she keeps a good ear out for everything like a Virgo and she's a rising Taurus and the level of synchronicity that I have with her you guys is unreal so that was the best birthday gift like just the whole experience all of it you know an experience is worth so much um she really outdid herself she really did the thing I definitely blacked out we killed um I I don't even want to say how much I drank, but uh (laughs) <laughs> Let's just say, I woke up in bed uh, two in the morning. no shoes in my swim trunks and full glam. <laughs> and um, it wasn't my birthday anymore. So some, I think the last memory I have is like being on Instagram live at maybe like four pm. And, yeah, I was supposed to go to the beach that night, have this whole, like, cute, like, sunset moment, and just, like, I did none of it. So that was my 21st birthday. Shout-out, Daisha. It was beautiful. We had raviolis, I think. Oof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she outdid herself. She did the things. <sighs> but with the cap, I... uh So many... There have been so many so many moments um i will say at one point i showed up to his house with a so one morning i woke up and we had been messaging back and forth for a few days and i was like fuck like what am i doing waiting you know like if if i'm keeping in contact with him like if i was on the other end and i was and i was expecting someone to try to um reconciliate with me or like try to show out for me to um get back with me I would expect something really big you know so I was thinking fuck if if this so this is my mental process behind this and I know a lot of y'all gonna chew my ass out for it but you know what (laughs) I still did it and here we are so I um was just thinking like damn if he's really the one for me then I would expect like all the things I would expect coffee I would expect a fucking fat ass backwood and the cutest like cutest roses ever all done up all done up in a cute little vase you know what I'm saying and uh so that morning he was on my mind like I woke up kinda early probably like 8am and he was hella on my mind he I hate that when you wake up and they fresh on your mind. I hate that. Like, bro, you couldn't even give me, you couldn't even give me an hour to just like fucking chill. Just (sighs) got up, changed right quick, brushed my teeth, went to Safeway, got all the things and I pull up in front of his house, basically, and I call him and he answers and he's like, "Uh, hello, and I was like, what's up and he's like what's up and i was like um so i'm like not trying to see you right now or anything but is there any way i could just drop something off for you at your place like i picked up a few things this morning it was just on my mind like can i just stop by real quick and he was like uh this fucker he was like um yeah sure and i was like okay cool i'll be there in like a minute I was parked on the side of the street, you know, so just like around the corner. And I was like, freaking the fuck out of my head. I was like, fuck, Cameron, what did you get yourself into? I look like, uh, like, look at you, look at you, look at you. Like, are you fucking proud of yourself? Like, I had no idea what I was getting into you guys. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll see you right now. I go, I pull up, I park in the parking lot by his place, and I call him called him twice actually and he didn't answer and as I was sitting outside (laughs) I can't believe as I was sitting outside I look up at his window and I see this fucking this person (laughs) hanging out his fucking window (laughs) Looking like a damn fool, yo. Like, whole torso out, like, just complete, um, stomach, belly, chest, neck, face, like, and it's, oh my gosh. If y'all were on my Instagram live that night, oh my gosh, specifically, like, Nicole, Daisha, fuck, come on. Uh, (laughs) Tristan? Okay, so, um fuck I can't even I can't even say it but I will say that like a ratatouille was thrown out a few times and it was just the biggest laugh that I've laughed in a in a minute you guys like just the whole moment like the whole like I cannot believe I pull up and the universe literally was like all right bring it out like come on Cameron it's time for you to really get it And just, I was laughing, you guys. Because you know that he knew that I was there. And it's his ex, obviously. Or, oh my gosh, so I didn't tell you guys. Um, (laughs) Fuck. This is just so, so um, dramatic. The whole, I cannot believe. I cannot believe what this Venus return has done. But uh, 10 days before my birthday, it was April 18th. I pulled up to his... No, I was texting him, actually. I texted him around, like, 11, and he replied right away, and we just, like, started arguing right away, of course. And, uh, towards the end of the argument, he was just like, you know what, I'm just, I'm sick and tired of this, just come over. And I was like, come over, like, right now. And he's like, yeah, come over right now, I'll meet you outside. I was like, okay, perfect, boom. I was there at midnight. I, uh, parked at the side of his place and told him I was there, and he came outside, sat in my car, and, uh, it was kind of just like so what's good and i was like what do you mean what's good and i just started arguing right away of course because you already know. um drink something please please drink something i'd be running away and i'd be forgetting to drink my water you know <sighs> good morning good morning to us it's been a it's been a minute huh we were like arguing for 20 minutes and then out of nowhere the argument just turned into a conversation and we were just talking like like actually just catching up and started talking about music we started sharing different songs with each other he actually showed me this NPR tiny desk of Tank and the Bungas and the whole moment just the whole moment it was so cute it was no no like especially if you guys watch the tiny desk performance stop watch it message me we'll talk and i'll give you deeds on my whole emotions behind that <sighs> sorry for that awkward cut i in the middle of my storytelling i realized i said his name and i just i we can't have that so here we are um post hanging in the bungos all right so we're sitting there we're talking catching up and then it gets to be 1 a.m all of a sudden all of a fucking sudden it's one in the morning so then he looks at me and he's like oh shit like it's getting kind of late like i can maybe hang out for another hour if you want and i look at him and i'm literally like another hour are you fucking kidding me fuck yeah oh fuck yeah i want to hang out with you for another hour Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) So, he just starts laughing. And uh, he was like, all right, cool. And then uh, I started talking about Umber and talking about Quietus Revolution and his tarot reading for the month. And uh, he was like, kind of interested. Can I watch it? And at the time, she had just posted the cat video for the month. So, I was like, perfect. Let's do it. And we watched the whole thing. We sat through the whole thing. And the video for the month, if y'all watch it, I was just like sitting there sipping my tea with my Libra placements. And my, you know, I'm 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 just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just laughing. I was just having a good one. I was having a good giggle, you know what I'm saying? And he's sitting there and I didn't, I just had to take it for what it is. I didn't need to explain anything to him. He got the message loud and clear. He took the messages that he needed to from the reading, whether it involved me or not, because he definitely, his ex is a Libra too. So there's obvious other influences in his life. And I just, uh, so whatever. Um, And we sat through all of it. We talked a little bit more, sharing more music. Oh, and at one point he was like, Cameron, I just want you to get over me. Like, can you move on? Um, and I was like, What do you mean? Like he's like, Please stop revolving your life around me. He literally said that and I was just like, Oh my gosh, my dude. Let me explain something to you. Really. It's not that I don't have game, it's not that I don't I, I don't have other relationships with other people or things like that. Um because I do <laughs> However, there's this, there's this fucking theme with this individual and he's just really represented in my exterior. And for whatever reason, there's so many emotions that still reside um, around him. I don't know. There's just this greater sense of feeling and I always follow that. And it's not that I'm not open to other things or people or experiences, because I always am. But I also know that my idea of kind of attachment, basically I'm a Taurus, I do have attachment issues. I think that does hold me back from truly meeting something new. However, this eclipse is bringing some new shit, so I'm just like on a good one right now. But this is back in April, so let me finish. So we were talking, and then it's 1.45 in the morning. And then he's like, damn, it's getting really late. Like, I feel like I should go now. And I was just like, bro, you said until 2 a.m. I'm going to milk this shit out as long as I can. Like, I'm looking at him in the eyes, and I'm just telling him, dude, I don't know when I'm going to see you again. I don't know if you're ever going to want to hang out with me again. But I'm trying to use these last 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And he just laughs, and he's like, okay, like, that's cool. Like, what's good? And... Then the universe, oh, the universe comes in and hits us. Guess who walks, guess who walks out of their fucking place and steps into his car, which is parked only a few spots away from mine. Yeah, his man's at the time, because I guess his man's was inside sleeping the whole time, you know, but like, whatever. Or maybe he was awake the whole time and who knows what, who knows what was good, but whatever, he was inside. So he comes out gets inside his car and just starts turns his car on and drives around the block like twice driving real slow behind my car every both times my ex yeah my ex is just looking at me and he's like whatever you do don't be dramatic don't make a scene i don't want to make i don't want to have to make this a bigger deal than what it is i don't want to have to step in between anyone do anything and i was like why why because you know you wouldn't stop me why why because what's good you know what i'm saying why because you know (laughs) why why because who you gonna protect you gonna protect what's good what's good what you trying to say and oh my gosh as i'm talking umber said get ready for a shout out on her pod today bitch stop i'm gonna cry now you guys have no idea how emotional she makes me just her energy like I woke up the other day, her energy on the live in general, just like, fuck, got my day so ready, so started, so pumped. I was just like, fuck. As soon as we were done talking, like everyone on the live, I went and I started researching CV Dazzle makeup and really started... Understanding the technology behind facial recognition software and how it identifies face, and what makeup techniques you can use to hide certain face signatures so that when you are out in public, you are undetectable by certain surveillance video. So it's like you are walking by, but videos are just picking you up as objects instead of a human face. This is going to come in handy when we're dealing with face traffic, uh, face trafficking systems like the one that we see in China, like their social score. Yeah, their social score system, it's all a ton of bullshit and a ton of um, just it's it's not what we want. I don't think that's an ideal society for anyone, you know, so because of her, because of that talk, I I was able to do so much research. And now I feel like I can I can help people by educating them on how to. Like, I'm about to go prepare some makeup looks, you know, and I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna start with the most uh, basic ones, but I also want to, like, learn on how to make them cute. The biggest problem that I'm having is that with facial recognition software, it doesn't register color, it all, it turns everything into black and white, so regardless of what makeup color you want to use, most of them look the same tonally when you put them on black and white like let's say you were to use red and green or like a pink and orange kind of look you know or even if you were to do like a really nude tonal look um when you put it under black and white you still would see certain facial features and this is also a problem with people who think sunglasses are enough because facial recognition software has also been designed to be able to still detect your face even if there is a complete blackout bar, black bar between, um, your eyebrows and your eyes. Like, let's say your eyes just were complete, were a complete rectangular black bar. Facial recognition software can still detect that that is you. So that is why most, even most sunglasses aren't even, um, like, they're they're no use. Because your face is still getting detected. So, fuck. Um, Umbra I just love you so much so so much thank you thank you we're uh, together we're making this world a a better place to live and i am so thankful for that opportunity and for that experience and so back to this fucking story yo um and my ex is just telling me and i was like dude he's not gonna do shit like this fool's not gonna do shit i'll talk he's not gonna do shit So he's just looking at me and I'm laughing because what the fuck else am I supposed to do? What else am I supposed to do at that point? Like, damn, he really wanted to make himself a fool. He really had to show out like that. Okay. Okay, whatever. Okay, whatever. But okay, I'm not even going to say anything because I'm not going to be petty anymore because whatever. (laughs) Uh, So then his, his man's park's back in his spot gets out of his car and goes back upstairs perfect and my ex just kind of looks at me and just like biggest sigh of relief like oh my god like i have to go deal with that now like thanks he tells me like thanks i have to go deal with that and i was just like look oh my gosh and then i was on ig live that night and i was like you can get with this or you can get with the rack you can get with this or you can get with the rat You can get with this, you can get with the rat You can get with this or you can get with the rat And yo, I was dying I was on a good <laughs> One I was on a good one for that but Yo, it's so fucking true Like how how much How, how, how much more Clear do I, can I make it But uh We were laughing about it nonetheless and then I go in for a hug and I just tell him, I'm just telling him, like, dude, you know how I feel. You know I'm going to miss you, basically. Like, you, you know how I feel. Um, but thank you for this experience. Like, just just hanging out with you right now. Like, just being around your vibe, your energy again. It's just, it's soul food. Thank you so much. It feels so good. It felt so good. I know that I'm always going to hold this as, like, one of the last memories, probably. And, uh, I'm really thankful it's a good one like this, cause the whole time, like I don't know where our arguments turned into talking, but I was gonna keep rolling with it, cause I'm not there to just fight, you know. Like that's the thing, it's all love. It's always all love. And then I go in for the hug. We we do our moment, whatever, and then he talks a little bit more. And then I had some citrine pieces in my car, so I like freaked the fuck out that I remember that I had them and I gave them to him. I was like, "Like, you have to keep these. Like, please, just keep these." And he's like, "Okay, cool." And uh, he held on to those, and then he pulled me, literally pulled me back in for another hug, and I love that. I please, please pull me, please uh, pull me, please. And then we just had another moment. And then he said his goodbyes, and he left. And when he was closing the door, I told him I'll always love him. And then he walked away a little bit, and I was like, you're one in a million, because I'm a fucking idiot. (sighs) And then I drove home, and um, apparently the next day, they ended things, so, you know, whatever, the deed was done. Fast forward to when I brought him the flowers. So I'm sitting outside his place parked in the parking lot across the street I look up the window and I see the fool I was just like oh this was like a month later I was like oh alright I and the fact that he still, he still had me come over this fucker still had me there I just the cat be playing he plays so I'll play let's play let's play who wanna go down was good. So then I'm laughing because I see this fall out the window and I'm just like, okay, universe, I get it. I was like, ouch, that one hit. That hits different. That is real different. But then I see the cap walk up and I lower my window and he's like checking my car out. And he looks at me and he's just like, what's up? So what'd you bring me? And I was just like, so what'd I bring you? I was like, What's up, I mean, I'm good, I'm real good, actually, um, but I see this is me talking to him, but I see you're kind of busy, like you really you really got a fool up there, and the cat looks at me, and he's just like, yeah dude i I really don't I really don't see anything between this happening, like I don't know what it is that makes you think that I still have any type of feeling towards you and I looked at him and I was just like I don't know maybe the last like week and a half of I don't even wanna you know what yeah the last week and a half of talking as if you know it was gonna happen again aside from like and a lot of it did revolve around the sex talk. And then later on, he brought it up and he was just like, I feel like uh, that's one of the biggest things for you. And I, and I told him, I started like fighting back with him. I was just like, "I that's not my end game every time. Like, that's not what I want from you, but. The only re like the only times you have ever reached out to me like the ever time the only times that has ever been reciprocated seems to be like uh, that's something that happens like we end up doing the thing and so I feel like that's one of the only ways to get your attention and it's one of the only ways he ever replies you know like I could I could have a conversation with him and it doesn't work and damn see now I'm now when I spill the fuck I haven't talked to Deisha about this. Um, just because we don't really do phone calls or FaceTimes as often, um, and I'm just, I really miss, like, just, we used to drive to work all the time, and I would spill the tea to her, so i had reflection time then and then we talked about it at work and like she would put me in my place real quick and now i'm having that reflection time with y'all and this is so vulnerable and i'm just like oh ouch like wow this fool is really not for me wow hello eclipse like the, the eclipse okay the eclipse knew no one could read me better than me and i have been read, baby so we were arguing about that and i, and I told him i was like dude That has never been my end game and the fact that you think that like there's obviously mental the reason that we're not clicking right now is because you need obvious mental changes still you know like I'm obviously not on your vibe like no that's not what that's not what I'm here for but I'll I mean I could tease and get him in that position and then and then we do the talk because I feel like milestones I reach through the talk but that's so toxic isn't it that is so toxic isn't it so we're talking in front of his place, and the fucking person still hanging out the fucking window like a fool. you will never get that image out of my head. Oh my gosh, what a great, what a great eclipse to let go. What a fucking great eclipse to let it all go. A great song that I'd recommend is uh, "Let It Fall" by Leaky Lee. Let it fall, let it fall, let it fall, let it fall. So happy. So happy! It's such a cute song. <laughs> Please, it's like it's been my it's been my uh, morning anthem lately. But then he looks at me and he's like, "Oh, but you brought me all this," and I looked at him and I was like, "Yeah, dude, it could be real simple. It could all be so simple." Ah. But you'd rather make it hard. Oh. loving you is a battle. Fuck, I ain't no Lauryn Hill, but that shit still hit so hard. Damn. Yo, tell me. Oh my gosh, yo, X Factor hit different. Literally told him, I was like, it could all be so simple. This is the type of love that I, that I remember giving you. This is, this is all, this is the only type of love I know. You know, this is what I want. This is, like, like, fuck. Man, I really just gotta let it go. I can't believe I'm so dramatic. I can't believe I did that. Please, please, please let Yags go. I feel like. I feel like I find so much comfort when I meet someone who's, like, aching over an ex like this, but that's so toxic, and I'm done... And I'm done, um... Like, growing in toxicity with with people like that, you know what I mean? Like, just let it be known. No, that's so bad. Uh. And he's kind of blushing. He's like... I have coffee... Like, I got his favorite coffee. Um, and... The roses, I just... The whole look, all of it. I knew, I knew he was feeling a type of way. And I just told him, um, get this. I was like, I even fucking, my dumb ass. I was like, yo, you even want the fucking backwood? You and your bitch could go smoking inside. Like, I don't even give a fuck. Let it, let it be known. And he just lost it off. And he's like, nah, he's like, nah, I'm cool. I'm just like, okay. Like, whatever, for sure, dude. Like, I hope to see you in the future. i just like, for sure. Have a good day, Cameron like all right and i drove off and i facetimed my virgo best friend danny and a homegirl came through i was outside her house within like five minutes and we smoked the fucking backwood we smoked it real fat we had a good ass morning and a good ass talk um yeah so actually this eclipse this morning Wow, I feel so. This talk has been very powerful. Y'all, y'all don't even, y'all don't even know. Um, he has come up recently within these last few days, and it's interesting how I feel now saying all of that aloud. It's really interesting. It's really, really interesting how being so vulnerable creates so many mental milestones I'd like to think I'm really vulnerable but like I said it's the first time I ever said that out loud all of that out loud here we are Lunar Eclipse in Sagittarius hello reminding ourselves where our boundaries lie not only within ourselves but also within relationships and reminding ourselves what we stand for and finding the energy to reaffirm that in our everyday exterior it's a very powerful energy that we're dealing with and I'm very thankful for all of these all of these um transits that have been going on Uranus is transiting my 12th house as well I have Saturn conjunct my son in the 12th house um it's definitely been a really transformative time in my personal life spiritually I've also feel like I'm on another 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 level, really. It's time. It's it personally time for me to break down so many um, mental barriers and exteriors that I've held up. And I think... And I really do see a new chapter of my life starting. And it's becoming a lot more easier to talk about these things because I am truly just letting it go. It's like a flush. It's like a mental detox. It's like a vocal detox. It's like a... Just... it's it's out there and what it's not coming back and I'm not going back to it so it's good it's just done leaving it there boom what's next I know I don't I mean yeah I don't know a lot of people who actively talk about how they get over traumatic experiences I mean I don't know most of the time that I spend in my personal life it's comforting other people It's very rare when I find myself in a position where someone is comforting me um, and I enjoy it, first of all. Like, that's a big thing for me. I don't think I actually feel comfort unless, like, I, I actually enjoy it. You know, I hate someone who just pushes, oh, let me, oh, you're sad about something. Like, tell me, tell me about it. Like, what's sad with you? Like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Tell me what's wrong. Like, no, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, don't ask me about my fucking feelings. I'm never gonna fucking tell you, like... No, just stay away. Like, there has to be a right time and a right place and a right vibe and a right person in order for me to truly feel a type of way, you know? It'll always be like that. And Daisha is definitely one of those people that... uh, that I can do that with. And I think that's why our friendship is so strong. And I think it's definitely reciprocal. At least I hope it is. And I feel it is. So... Ah oh, jeez, you guys, let me just let me just let me just reiterate. Black Lives Matter. if you're going out there to protest, you guys really need to conceal your face. Uh, scarves, face masks, sunglasses, face paint, all of the above. please do it. please be sa- please be safe, please layer up. Even if you're attending local protests, cover your face. You don't need any government cameras picking up your fucking face at these protests. Trust me. No, the way that fucking AI is working, no, we don't know what's good. And we don't know how advanced it is and what they actually have planned for us. Please protect yourselves. Be safe. As far as your love life goes, bitch, let it go. Let it all go. Let it go let it fall let it fall let it fall let it fall oh so happy uh oh. listen to the song let it be an anthem please i swear we are entering a new chapter the reason things are falling apart is because in this new chapter of our lives we are entering a new frequency we are we are growing into the people that we have always meant to that we have always been meant to be you know and Just because someone provided you with an experience in your life. And it was amazing doesn't mean that they are meant to continuously provide you with that same experience. We are constantly growing at different levels, at different speeds, at different rates. Different people are meant to bring you different experiences so that you can learn different things. This isn't to say that these people at one point will not come back to you. Maybe they they will come back to you when time is right, you know, when everything is frequently um, or frequency vibe on the same level again everything happens for a reason we don't need to rush anything because we are exactly we are where we are meant to be i'm sorry about all these fucking tongue twister like i don't know why i can't talk when i get high like this i just (laughs) you already know it's good um but truly truly i can't reiterate that enough a lot of i've been comforting a lot of my close friends and just reminding them like again yes we have free will in our life so although everything happens for a reason we do have control over how much abundance we bring into our life you know you you have to remember at the end of the day we need to keep taking care of ourselves we need to keep spiritually active as well as physically active as well as mentally active you know in the avatar, Aang uses all four elements to to truly be a master, yes? We have to do that in our everyday lives too. I truly believe that we are not singular beings. We are multi-dynamic beings. We have different passions. We've lived different lives. We have different experiences. We are able to contribute more to society than just one thing. So why not grow in all different aspects of your life in order to become your own master? You know, like truly embody master energy, but also... Also, give yourself some creativity room and some fun activities, you know, but, but grow it. But grow yourself within all of that, too. Um, we, we can't forget that. We can't forget how important it is to do things that we enjoy, to do things that bring us happiness, to do things that we love, to share love. Remember, you have to be happy to share happiness, you know? Like... Get on that vibe, you guys. That is how we will truly heal the earth and heal the world. <sighs> Jeez. Thank you <laughs> for listening to me rant about anything. Gosh, I gotta get back to a few projects that we have going, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be active on here more. It's time. I can't just keep keep being silent about Matters like this, especially, like, we're here, we're living through it. I keep saying, the revolution is here. It's happening. Where will you be watching? And I keep saying that because it's like, bruh, do something. We're here to make fucking history, bro. Get out there, fucking, it's time to have action. Do something. Like, hello, let's let's keep it going. If you ain't fucking praying, you better be out there fucking doing something. You better be showing some type of... You have a voice. Use it. Yo, and it's so fucking funny. I will, let me just say two things. One, go watch the Jeffrey Epstein documentary on Netflix. Two, isn't it fucking funny how Hillary's uh, appeal. Got declined or denied or some shit like that. So now she has to testify on September 9th. About her 33 plus thousand. Probably 100 fucking thousand, six hundred fucking thousand emails. Bruh. Can I just say that. We're literally experiencing a fucking pandemic. And global riots. Because the global elite don't want to admit to their satanic pedophile ring. This is fucking bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. This is all going to come into flames. This is all gonna burn down sooner or later and it's looking like it's gonna be sooner so keep your fucking eye out you guys don't fucking believe the first thing you hear again there's so much misinformation spreading around but we know at the end of the day this has been like I like I said watch the fucking Epstein documentary we know what the fuck has been good then we'll talk again All right, I'm sending you guys a ton of love. I'm praying for you all. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for always supporting everything I do. Every single step of the way, I have been shown love. I am thankful. I am forever grateful for your love. So, 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 so much happiness that you guys have brought me. Truly. And I am, I'm finding so much healing and I am, And I'm learning how to respect men, and I am learning how to heal within my family and communicate my thoughts and still feel like I am welcomed at home. And that is one of the biggest, one of the biggest things that I I, I could have ever asked for. That's all I've ever truly wanted, you know? And I'm seeing so much abundance in my life. I'm just, I'm so thankful. I'm truly, Truly, truly. So thankful for all of you. I love you all so much. I hope you all stay safe, stay informed, and stay healthy. Baby, let's keep in touch, all right? I love you all so much. Bye. Have a good day. Smoke fat. Take a fat hit for me. Love you. Bye.